No, I don't have any like any like Euro trash athletic wear. I thought you were just gonna. I thought you were gonna have a full song to sing for us. Nothing. No. Uh, no. I hate to say it, TJ. You want to do your own version of Lion of Love? Yeah. No, I also didn't have like three hours to try and put together some like 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 futuristic androgynous sort of sort of display for you boys. No hamster wheel. No hamster wheel. <laughs> wow. I take days. Yeah, leave it as high and dry. I mean, the other thing, TJ, is that this is an audio. You could have just said that you had those things. And <laughs> well, you guys want to play along? You guys would have yes anded. Yes, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Look at TJ running on that hamster wheel. <laughs> wow, look at him go. Look See? at him go. <laughs> <laughs> TJ, uh, all thanks, all thanks to the incomparable Kevin. Thank you. <laughs> I'm afraid that's why you would not make it very far in the Eurovision Song Contest. You just don't have the drive. I don't have the gas tank. I don't have the cardio, I think, to really nail a Eurovision thing. Because that's like an American Gladiators right. competition thing. Wow. On top While of singing. Else. Like that's While singing. Yeah, both double. Throw, yeah, yeah, no, no thanks. And, I, that, that sounds tough. And that has nothing to say about like your musical talent. You're one of the most like talented musicians that I know. But I no, don't well, think I don't think you would uh, do very well on the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> no, I would be patently angry. I think uh, it would be the, there'd be like this real like undercurrent of rage and uh, at the lack of understanding uh, as to anything that was going on. I yeah. think that would that that would yeah I would truly be the ugliest American I've ever been. Yeah, the, the song finishes the silence. You're like, what? You didn't like that? <laughs> hey, Clap. you you may <laughs> I don't know the cultural norms over here. <laughs> TJ, you may not fare very well on the Eurovision Song Contest, but you know where you're perfect to be where? right now We're on this podcast, which is called Never Seen Any of This. My name is Andy. Oh, I'm Sammy. <laughs> TJ, and I'm Raymond. And That's great, Andy. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> I feel very welcome. This is yeah. nice. I, yeah, it's... I don't. I don't feel like this is a pleasantry or a joke. I'm, no, I'm. I'm. I'm a sincere and welcome addition to this podcast. Thank and you. and I'm glad you're back. Last week we we were missing you. We had a little bit of a... oh, the windstorm knocked you out for a week. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, living in the fucking Bronze Age for like five days. Man. Yeah, that was that was really. We neat. did. A, I mean, to be fair, it was a good thing there was only three of us because the roundup was still almost two hours long. It was still just long. three of us. So, well, it's just like me and my fucking roommate, just like all bundled up in like like beanies and our heavy coats or whatever. We can right. see our breath. I'm like, I, I feel like I'm about to go dig up like the last turnip in the bottom of the fucking cupboard and hope that the <laughs> the, the Germans are still outside the gates. Like. <laughs> About to light a trash can on fire in the middle of yeah, your, in, in the middle of your. <laughs> hey, hey, TJ, if you ever find mm-hmm. yourself in that situation again, you can mm-hmm. come by my house and I will put food on my doorstep. If you're that, if you're <laughs> like, if you don't want to come like, in, no, the COVID, we must have... save the last of the beet sugar <laughs> to make tiny cake. For you have three people that I feel like would happily let you sleep in our like in our in our house <laughs> until you've got power back. We, I don't know why we you would do we that had to power. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I never lost power. <laughs> I lost it for two days, and I thought I was gonna die, so I couldn't imagine. <laughs> what I lost in warmth, I built in character. There you go. Okay. It made All you right. stronger. And hey. you can walk uphill both ways. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> I think I think that if your dad was Pierce Brosnan and 
in this movie, he would have uh, he would have liked that a lot. He would have respected yeah. that outlook. Would have been proud of you from the get go. Yeah, I would have finally won my scraggy Scandinavian father's respect. Right. Because <laughs> it's Fanuary again, boys. We're back. Yeah. It is again. And uh, we were asked to watch Eurovision Song Contest. Right. The hold on. Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga. There you go. The full name. You gotta get the Fire Saga part in there. Otherwise, you're gonna get it mixed up with all the other Eurovision things that are out there. There's quite a bit floating about. Yeah, we can't just call it Eurovision Song Contest because isn't that what Eurovision is called? The Song Contest. (laughs) Yeah, 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 so. (laughs) And it's been around for like 30, 40 years at this point, hasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, Yeah, and I'm the American yokel that has never heard of it. Yep. So that was that was a fucking treat the uh, other night getting to show you. I think it was the Israeli performance from last year. Yeah. I showed it to Kenzie and she was like, "What? Is... What is going on?" And they're in the movie. Yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. In the movie. yeah. That was a good time. It's it was I cool. Like... That was the I think we because I told you guys that after the movie was over, we then watched like the top ten or watched a couple of them and we were like, "Hey, they were in the movie," or "Hey, they were in the movie." I thought that yeah. was really cool that they were able to bring all those people. To be in the movie <laughs> it was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But again, when I heard that your, this movie Eurovision was a thing, I was like, "Oh, cool! I've, I've never, I don't know. I think it's just a made-up contest for this made-up movie. <laughs> like, I had no idea." <laughs> the just more you know. Premise. Yeah. This is now why we have I'm... this. This is why we have this podcast is to culture Sammy a little bit. Yeah, and, and now I will We're watch. Make you a cosmopolitan no, some bitch. Never watch any other game show. <laughs> I will never watch anything else because you won't this is to. the best. Yeah. Just gonna be a hardcore. Are you gonna like find like some underdog country that's never won, and just like really <laughs> like go like go hard for like I, I don't want to I don't want to say a country because like I was just gonna name a random country and then well, I don't want to be cor- summarily Kenzie, Kenzie corrected like up. actually they've won it thirty five fucking times you Kenzie looked it up Iceland has never won so there okay (laughs) I was gonna I was gonna throw out Latvia but I don't want to say that they're like a you know a bunch of you know unwashed rubes with no rhythm you know like (laughs) you know I don't want to make that assertion that'd be terrible our Latvian base falling out from under us are you fucking kidding me we gotta (laughs) keep that ball rolling (laughs) that's a quarter of our listenership right there (laughs) some bitch Shout out to I, Latvia. Uh, <laughs> shout, shouts out to Latvia. Yeah. I don't want to throw you on the spot, Raymond, but do you do you remember who requested that we watch Eurovision? Do you have yes, the, e- it was, the viewer email? I mm-hmm. do. It's why well, it's a, an old coworker of mine and TJ's KM. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. She also gave us more recommendations, which we are working on figuring out if we're, how we're going to work that in. But yeah, so recommendations she, that I am very stoked on. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. So cool idea. Apparently, she has been listening to us while she's working. Like, oh, to us. Like, that's oh, that's awesome. Sweet. Yeah. Also, so watch your vision. Good use I was of, uh, your time is listening to us. <laughs> talk, <laughs> talk We're about sorry. Yeah. I was very excited. We love you. We're when, sorry. <laughs> I was very excited when she requested that we watch your vision because I had watched this a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, enjoyed it thoroughly. <laughs> Way more than I thought I was going to mm-hmm. enjoy it. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, and so I was, I was like, "Oh, hell yeah! I would like to watch this again, and I would like to see what you guys thought of it." So, what did you guys think of Eurovision? Well, I was, I was girding my loins for a bad time. I will, I as will, you do, I will as, that, as you're you want know, to do. As, TJ, as TJ, I no, you do. never do that. What are you talking no, about? <laughs> I never, I never take a few deep breaths 
and, and have a, a moment of presence before I go into a movie going like, I ready, love my boys so much. Ready for Titan AE Part 2. Christ. <laughs> well, I like that uh, you texted us and you were like, uh, little good old boy who's collecting VHS, you were like, where do I rent this movie? And we're like, uh, it's on the streaming service Netflix. Have you heard of it? <laughs> I didn't know it was a Netflix original. I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know where it was coming from. I'm glad it was easy yes, for me was. to procure. <laughs> I can watch it. I can. I can watch this every goddamn day if I wanted. I could. I could watch it to go to sleep. This, there you this, go. This will be it's my new your Mandy. New comfort movie. <laughs> your new Mandy. <laughs> yeah. Now a quarter of my wardrobe will now be Eurovision Song Contest: The Story of Fire Saga related merchandise. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All of my shirts will just say "Ya Ya Ding Dong" and the like. <laughs> you keep that up. You keep that up. Christmas will come around again, and that is all you will get. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm. The chickens will come home to roost. I'm sure. <laughs> but you know, I ended up enjoying. I mean, like, be I. I ended up being right in my assumption that like Will Ferrell would be my like not favorite part of the whole thing, but uh, the the surrounding elements with it were were a good time. It was a good time. You know, I I'm not, I'm also not the type that'll like like belly laugh at a whole lot unless like someone like gets shot in the face unexpectedly like in a serious man. <laughs> and I mean that's <laughs> like I, the fact that you have brought that up multiple times that that is what makes you laugh is like insane it. but also like very TJ. <laughs> yeah. It's just a perfect case study. And so yeah, like there there wasn't like a, a whole lot that made me belly laugh except for when fucking Bairn gets fucking murdered by an elf. <laughs> Which is good. But, that is a but, great uh, moment. Holy fuck. Oh man, but uh, but yeah, I, I, all on on the whole, I had an okay time. Damn, glowing review from TJ. <laughs> hey, wow, that is like the best review we've heard. I think. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't say anything outright negative, so that's a positive. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, give, yeah I'll get there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give him time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sammy, what did you think? Um, I, I I was going in with the same thought of like, oh, this might is probably because I remember seeing the trailer and being like oh this kind of looks like it's gonna be dumb like the, the dumb kind of humor but i was like yeah going in with that thought of like oh this is gonna be like a dumb humor kind of thing and for i mean there was definitely some dumb stuff in it like like them just being like goofy or whatever and then some of the the jokes in it were like uh what the the whales jumping like those kind of like cut two shots that were like oh okay <laughs> like but that was there funny. were definitely parts where i found myself like laughing throughout mm-hmm. and i i will i I will watch it again just for Dan Stevens. He was the best. He steals the show every yeah, season. He is was, so good. Like, that was, made the movie for me. He was so good. I was telling TJ before we were recording, I was like, you can, like, outright not like this movie, but it's still got to get, like, at least a 6 out of 10 in your book because Dan Stevens sings a song called Lion Lover. Like, that's got yes. to be an automatic six stars right there. And his well, accent, every time he would talk, because... There's one point when she asked him a question, and it because we had subtitles on, and he said yes, but he went yes, <laughs> and I was just like every time he talked, I was like perfect. There's no, there's no reason that Dan Stevens had to give as much as he gave for this movie, and he is giving one hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> he could have well, gotten yes. away with eighty, and it would have been great. But he is giving one hundred percent in this movie. Well, and like we were talking about before we recorded or whatever, I, I when he first came on, I was just like. 
he's this this man is very attractive and but i still feel like this seething undercurrent of hate like yeah. what is what is that and i was like oh he's in the guest a shitty movie i don't like oh, <laughs> no so you would do that to raymond <laughs> you would do that to raymond no <laughs> my thought was like can he sing and i was like oh i guess he was beast and beauty Which and the beast I haven't so seen. Uh, it is so, it is not oh. his voice it, is not it his, isn't his voice. It in that? is not his voice. It, oh, I was gonna say my favorite song in that live action is the Beast no, song. It is his song in the Beast. I do not think it's. Oh, his song you don't think in, it's his song in? I got gotcha. you. I do I not believe he's not singing. I feel like Will Ferrell is the only actor yes. that is actually I, singing in this. Movie. I looked up because the mm-hmm. whole soundtrack is on Spotify, and the song credits the only actor is Will Ferrell. Everyone else is a musician. Credit. Gotcha. But yeah, Which, overall, I think it, I, I, I knew it, going in it was going to be just a dumb, fun movie, and that's what, what I got, and I, I, yeah. I enjoyed it. And Will Ferrell is, like, the whole reason this movie exists, because mm-hmm. his wife, I believe, is from, this, yeah. is from somewhere in Europe. I don't think she's Icelandic, but she's from somewhere uh, in Europe. I think she said she's, she's Swedish, I think. Probably. And in, like, 2000 or 2001, they went back to her home country for like a big trip and he got hooked on watching eurovision and ever since is like a huge fan and watches it every year and apparently kenzie said that he like went one year like he went and mm-hmm. saw it live one year too <laughs> they were going to this year's the 2020 was the first year that they canceled the the competition Mm-hmm. and it was going to have like a full-on like it was supposed to come out around the same this movie was supposed to come out like around the same time the finale was going they were gonna have promotions with the actual show to try so people would get like more invested in watching eurovision over here and then it didn't happen so they just had to to roll that roll it out anyway but there's gonna be like an actual like live performance from fire saga and stuff on oh my god <laughs> on it. that's what, was, that's what i awesome. thought when the movie the movie was over i was like this movie definitely was like not for us <laughs> like it was definitely for like people that love eurovision because it obviously has so much with eurovision that, in it yeah. i mean i still had fun with it but i was like if i had watched Euro, like grew up watching eurovision i would have loved this movie i feel it like it definitely would feel strange like i i knew mm. that eurovision was a thing but like even i was like oh yeah this is a thing and it would be weird if you watch this movie not knowing what it was with no context right <laughs> yeah right well, I think a thing that jumped out to me uh, in particular was Rachel McAdams steals a fucking show. Yeah, I, like, she. I always forget that she is a fucking phenomenal comedic actress. Yes, like because I think she is like my 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 perception of her is so colored by Spotlight, where that is a phenomenal mm-hmm. dramatic performance mm-hmm. that I forget that the other thing that she's amazing in is fucking Mean Girls. Yeah, <laughs> she's really good in Game Night. Yes. Oh, yes. I haven't seen that one. Game Night That's is oh. Game she has so good. arguably good. like some of the funniest lines in that movie are mm-hmm. her, right? Because Jason Bateman's on autopilot and he's great, but she is like <laughs> equally matching him, like right. line for line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, she's an incredible comedic act- actress, and I think she mm-hmm. has no problem in this movie being goofy when she needs to be goofy, and mm-hmm. yeah. in the way that I feel like a lot of like dramatic actresses that also do comedy sometimes are a little more hesitant to. <laughs> to do straight up goofy comedy like this but she will go all out like slapstick and i think Mm -hmm. she's you know you gotta give her credit for that she's really good at it i mean i was definitely laughing um at the scarf scene (laughs) because that that was pretty that was pretty great (laughs) i I loved the the reaction to the boat exploding 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Just immediately straight to the elves. That was fantastic. Right. <laughs> well, and it's like sort of poking fun of the fact that like a good percentage of Icelandic people actually believe in elves. Right. According according to this statistic that gets thrown around a lot, and, you know, <laughs> whatever. Who knows how much of that is actually true? But that would be fun. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right, ultimately, Raymond. Ultimately, uh, I want to get right out the gate and say that I liked the movie and I had a, a fun time with it. And someone, as someone who is like pretty familiar with Eurovision, I think you could really feel the the love and passion that Will Ferrell has for it. Like mm-hmm. it's not it's parody, but it's not mocking. It's very yes. much you can tell that like he loves it and he's trying to convey that to you, which I think ultimately saves the movie from being a bomb because it's like the stuff that's not Eurovision is like kind of trite and yeah. pretty weak, especially from Will Ferrell, which like, it's really <laughs> unfortunate that like Will Ferrell is like the worst part of the movie for me when I know that like he put his all into making it. It's just like unfortunate that like his character is just like feels out of place and out of time. Like he yeah. he's written as like thirty something, but he's very clearly in his fifties. Well, not, yeah. Kenzie looked up work. that he's like twelve years younger than uh, Pierce Brosnan or yeah. something like that. Right. <laughs> so it's like oh. <laughs> it's it just it feels he feels his age in a like in a in a way that really distracts from the way that the character acts, and it's like okay, and it's very much like pretty predictable rom com stuff without the Eurovision stuff. So but so the fact that like the Eurovision content is so good it makes it rewatchable for me. I would, I will go watch this again. It's, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's really good in those aspects. And it, it like, there was, there was funny stuff with Will Ferrell and everyone else, but it's like, it really drags it, when it's not that. And it's absolutely like a half hour too long. I was yes, going to say, I couldn't I believe when I saw that it was long. two hours long. I was like, Oh, this movie. I got and I was like, mad at it. <laughs> It hit, it hit like two different climaxes too. Like uh-huh. where it did like the whole like oh breakup thing, and then it like kind of did it again. I was like, oh, you could have just done it once and been mm-hmm. fine and gone through. I absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely agreed that I think it is too long. But I mm-hmm. also think that every time I started to feel like, man, this is too long, then it would start up with a new scene that I would uh-huh. be like, oh, this is funny and I'd enjoy this. So it kept like, like it would get just, back to the Eurovision stuff. It just kept <laughs> barely stringing me along, and then by the time I was at the end, I was like, that was enjoyable. I I liked. Mm-hmm. I liked where the movie went, but I absolutely agree. It's about half hour, 45 minutes too long. I think it ran into the same problem that that fucking Tom Petty documentary that's like three and a half hours long ran into, where it, like, I go, how on earth is is this documentary this fucking long? And then it's because every time they show, like, a clip of a song, they play the in, it in its entirety. Uh, like, right. yeah, so it's sort of like a concert on top of the, the documentary that's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that's what happens with this, where, is where you, like it runs into the same problem with like a lot of musicals that are about writing music, right. you know, like yeah. the, the musical within a musical thing of like m- music and lyrics and the producers and, and whatever else is like you, you see if it's executed in a way that is palatable to me, it, you see like the formative stages of the song and then the climax is that song in its entirety. Finally, mm-hmm. right. you get to hear it. You hear the whole song like three fucking times in this movie. It does and it so that's once four minutes the, a piece every time. Her love song that she's playing at the piano, you don't uh-huh. hear that whole thing until the right. end. But you do hear yeah. Lion Lover, all of Lion Lover twice. Twice. <laughs> like, so yeah, there are definitely moments of that where you're like, I mean, and Andy, to Andy's point, Lion Lover 
uh, yes. rock. So. There could be, there could be, yeah. there could be worse songs to have to hear twice in a movie. I'm just saying. <laughs> sure. And yeah, yeah, ding dong. You could just play that on loop for me. Once, that's, once that's it started, like the the credit rolling thing of where like that was like there might be like two or three more jokes maybe with like the Americans in the back. I was like, I do not fucking care. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> no, I, I stuck around just to hear the the more lyrics for Yaya Ding Dong. Yaya, Yaya, Ding, Yaya Ding, Dong's Ding Dong's lyrics are good. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Oh, if you guys My love even, for you grows you wide and long. I mean, perfect. <laughs> if you even thought for a second, I'm not gonna drop some Yaya Ding Dong here as the outro song. <laughs> you gotta. You you yeah. are fucking. I was gonna mistaken. say we should end it out on us singing "Ya Ya Ding Dong." As oh, absolutely, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. You're uh, right. You're right. Play "Ya Ding Dong." We should just we should just have Raymond do a solo. It'd sound yes, better okay, if yeah. he was just a vocalized. Yeah. Raymond, you Can't have wait to play you up for that. It's just silence. <laughs> like a nice like Ave Maria acapella version of Oh of, yeah of Ya Ya Ding yeah. Dong. Like a stadium oh. sing-along version. <laughs> a call and response. Yeah, yeah, ding dong. We'll do that. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, the the, the Adele, uh, uh, someone like you at, at Royal Albert Hall oh. version of <laughs> yeah, yeah, ding dong. Yeah, yeah, ding dong. I, so, uh, this movie was written by Will Ferrell. He has mm-hmm. screenplay credit. Him and Andrew Steele, who is uh, one, of his, one of his writing partners from SNL. But the other stuff that Andrew Steele has written is, like, the weird Will Ferrell stuff that he has done in the last 20 years. So, like, uh, Casa de Mi Padre, which was the movie that he did yes. that was all in Spanish. And oh, okay. uh, The Spoils of Babylon and, like, kind of weird stuff like that is the kind of mm-hmm. stuff that he's written with Will Ferrell. But Will Ferrell only has writing credits on, like, Anchorman and Step Brothers. Mm-hmm. And, like, those are his screenplay credits, which all accounts are the improv that he did on those right. movies adam there, mckay there wrote movies, those script script for those yes yeah. still owned it yeah yeah adam mckay <laughs> wrote those scripts basically and then and so i feel like maybe that's part of the reason why this movie feels like there's just something missing in that aspect mm-hmm. because he's so used to getting on set and i mean they released an entire second version of anchorman 2 because they had so many different takes alternate of different cuts. alternate cuts of jokes that worked enough to arguably that worked enough to make a second movie and release it in theaters but i feel like maybe he this doesn't feel like an improv movie it feels like all of the jokes and everything were written and i imagine that that you have to do that with somebody who's not you know you can do in a whole improv movie with john c Riley and paul rudd and those guys that are inherently improv actors or come mm-hmm. from sketch comedy or that sort of thing but i don't think you have as many like there are definitely way more actors in this movie mm-hmm. than probably what is used to so i think that that could probably attribute to some of the sure. sort of awkwardness and points but i don't think it's a i don't think it hurts the movie that much i just can i can tell that like this is a movie written by will ferrell <laughs> right yeah right mm-hmm. yeah I think the biggest hmm. issue I had with the movie that like was the biggest hang up constantly was that it ha- it seems to have like two concurrent movie premises that it's trying to do at the same time. <laughs> it needs to get rid of clash. one. <laughs> right. It's it's like one a very loving send up of Eurovision and two also the premise that like what if the worst band in the world accidentally made it to like the biggest music competition in the finals of the world. And it's like the movie is like 
very clearly on the path of like the the ultimate joke of the movie being that like they're terrible and it's very funny that they're like constantly ascending the competition but then you like listen to the music and the music isn't playing into that joke the yeah, music right. is a per- the <laughs> right. music then- is a perfect a pitch perfect parody of a Eurovision song yeah and if someone has listened to a lot of European electronic music it's also like pitch perfect of like the last 20 years of electronic music from like Scandinavian and European countries like, and then it's one all of the good. Yeah, and then one of the subplots is that Dan Stevens wants to steal her because she's such a good singer. Right. So, like, that goes against it, too, of, like, saying they're horrible when literally he's, like, he's, she's the best singer that I've ever heard. Right. It's, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, the the woman they have singing Rachel McAdams' parts are, she's incredible. The music is, like, a pitch-perfect representation of something you would hear in Eurovision and something that's, like, concurrent and popular music. And, like, Will Ferrell is a competent musician, and it's like, yeah, the lyrics are corny and like he's doing a funny thing, but it's like right on target for what you would expect. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're legitimately good songs, but the like the running joke of the movie is that it's like the worst thing anyone's heard. So by the time they got like Graham Norton up there being like, Oh, this is bad, I was like, Is it? What yeah, like, is it? Right. what's a disconnect? It was yeah, constant, it always, like, it's a like... constant disconnect. We're like, were we listening to the same thing? This is like perfectly executed. Because he does make a comment of like, oh, this is actually not as bad as we thought. Uh-huh. But then like the bad things happen or whatever. And then they're like, right, the oh, it's awful. And everyone's like mad at them. And I was like, but it really is. I don't know. They, they, they definitely, like you're saying, play up that it's really bad when it isn't really it's, bad. It's like constantly bad. the joke from the beginning to the end of the movie. They're like this is the worst thing. I can't believe they've made it all the way this far, which is, I think, a really funny premise, but then the music is not that. And it's really, (laughs) it's like, I listened to it a bunch. Like, that night before I went to bed, I listened to, like, the majority of the soundtrack two or three times. I was like, fuck, this is good. And it's like, (laughs) it's corny, but it's good. (laughs) Well, and even, like, the the people in their little town or whatever, Uh like, the joke isn't that they're bad. Right. Like, like they have, like, the one song that they really like that mm-hmm. they just want them to play over and over again or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's more of a plot point lending to, you know, Will Ferrell's character's distress at feeling stifled in right. this little town or whatever. Not, you know, uh, everybody dogpiling on them because they're bad. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they're not, objectively. <laughs> it's it's It was such a weird moment when, like, the whole, the whole bit where, like, the scarf goes under the hamster wheel and they, like, go out, they fall off the stage and shit. And they're like, oh, this is good. And they switch to like, oh, this is the most embarrassing thing. How bad? Like, this is awful. Right, yeah. Like, it does, it, that's it like, like goes hard in the moment. other direction. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that they would immediately be like, holy shit, I can't believe that was so bad and embarrassing. When it's like, that's horrific that that happened. And the fact that like they continue and it continues to be like a like perfect rendition of the song after that is like, that's great. The fact yeah. that like, yeah. everyone is like, <laughs> oh my a, God, it, I can't believe they finished it. And it does so way. <laughs> It does no. such a too long beat of before they start clapping, like right. <laughs> obviously for like the effect uh-huh. of the movie. But in real life, people would if they were gonna clap, they would have clapped a lot sooner. Yeah, because that. that's like insane that you would watch like a disaster strike and then they get up and finish the song. Yeah, and that's and that's I think they then show that because people then vote for them. Yeah, uh-huh. which is they were saying like, oh, they still have the right. Guts they to need keep that finishing and they surprise. get that, but right, yeah. But yeah, ultimately, it was like every time that joke happens, it like took me out of the movie for a second. Like, uh, I don't think so. Like, this is totally fine. I, I don't get what the right. joke is here. Yeah. But yeah. otherwise, it was like every time it played, I was like, I was rocking out to it. It's great. It's right up there with Lion Lover. 
<laughs> I love her. <laughs> well, and I think um, on top, like in tandem with the fact that there's, you know, sort of two movies going on right. and and too too much uh, put together, accrued uh, because of, because of it, it makes the sort of like jukebox musical bit in the middle of it that feels so extra to me because I don't know any of these goddamn people. And then (laughs) on top of that, it's like a super like bubblegum pop hyper produced, like round, round Robin. Yeah. 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 To oblivion. And I'm like, yeah, this fucking sucks. Like that's like, I probably (laughs) that whole time. It would have given me a pass if, if if I hadn't been like already an hour into the movie at Mm -hmm. that point, I'm like, where are we going? That scene missed yeah, we like, what is so happening? much. It's like Jessica was sitting in the living room with me. She was doing something else, but I was watching the movie. And it, the second it starts, it goes into share with the song that is famous for being auto-tuned. Like the song that made auto-tune famous. So I was like, why would you start? Like this is clearly like a scene lifted from Pitch Perfect. Why would you start right. your musical like mashup sequence with an auto-tune song when all these people are singers? It's the weirdest bit. <laughs> Nope. Yeah. It, it so. And then it is very auto like, anyway. Why is this here? I don't get. And then it like goes into Madonna. <laughs> Note to self. That doesn't go. Don't to talk Black about your favorite scene in the movie, Andy. <laughs> is that your favorite scene in the movie? <laughs> no, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> it's. I think oh, it's God. a fine scene. It just doesn't like. It doesn't work in the context of the like. If that was the end credit sequence, totally fine. Yeah. But right. the fact that that's like smack dab in the middle of the movie is like the weirdest transition. To like a serious heartfelt moment yeah, with music that weird. doesn't belong to the movie. Yeah. It's like a Baz Luhrmann fucking and, bit. <laughs> yes. Obviously, it would make more sense <laughs> if we knew who these people were, but they were yeah. all right. The, totally. Like the last five years of Eurovision, like the winners. That's what I was saying. When Kenzie and I watched it afterwards, we were like, "Oh, those were all those people from that scene." Like, yeah. cool. <laughs> well, and it sort of has the feel of like the end of like Bill and Ted Three or whatever, where like like the kid with the violin in there or whatever, like getting getting some hot licks you know like oh right. it's it's it, it's it's all 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 colors and stripes we are the world and but then the we've still the got another hour <laughs> <Yeah. this. laughs> it, it wasn't until like like i think the last 30 seconds of the song along where i was like i recognized the bearded dress guy and then i saw the iranian team that won last year and i was like oh these are all people from eurovision and- i didn't i didn't know that before I got to, and, like, the last two winners. I was like, oh, okay. And I also believe that, like, the song along is a thing that they do, like, every sure. season with, like, the top 20 people. Like, it's a very popular thing that sure. that they do as See, part of the show. But I have to thank TJ because it starts out, or at one point, the girl that you showed the video yeah, of the girl like the getting out of the car, ah, yeah. singing the singing the toy thing. I was like, oh, this. Must, then that's where it connected for me. I was like, thank you, TJ, because yeah, otherwise I would not have known. <laughs> Context. <laughs> yep. Arm yourself with knowledge. But like, it just goes straight into like focusing on their faces as they're singing the different songs of like, why right. is this happening? This is such a weird <laughs> transition. And then once it clicked, I was like, oh, that's cool, I guess. But oh, I. I'm not a big enough fan of Eurovision to recognize when it's happening. Right. And that's where I was like, this movie's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not made for me, but I, I still liked it. Um, I will talk about the part that made us very stressed because <laughs> there is a joke throughout that they might be related. Oh. <laughs> and we got, we got very stressed that when they were making out on screen that Pierce Brosnan would just oh. turn and be like, oh no, those are our kids. We were just like waiting for that moment to happen. <laughs> 
like, I think uh, it's more uh, poking fun of the fact that uh, the population in Iceland is so small that they have to pay to import yes. uh, more more people to uh, yeah. diversify their it's, gene pool. It's even and, easier than that. It's their last names. He is like Eric's son, and she's like what eric daughter eric's whatever. daughter yeah, yeah eric's, so eric's son and eric's daughter <laughs> which it's, it's very I, I think the accents One. are really funny because they all kind of talk like i mean pierce brosnan especially talks like fucking swedish holy chef. shit yeah, <laughs> which, yeah. It's, it's great but i'm like so this true. is not the country and like that's a joke that's like a swedish joke based on swedish entomology not like icelandic <laughs> but like that's fine if you don't know it but like right. that's not the right country for that joke to even work good time right good time regardless right yeah, i think it's i was once i realized that that was like their last names i was like i see why this is a running joke that's kind of funny but yeah it was like the fact that they kept going back to it, I was like does anyone remember by like the fifth time that he brings it up that that's why that's happening <laughs> oh you guys are brother and sister no uh probably not <laughs> every time probably not i, I will yeah. say like a what what is probably like a classic representation of a Will Ferrell bit to me was when like at the end of the movie where he's on the fishing boat with Pierce Brosnan and he's like running around trying to find an exit was like a very classic <laughs> like Will Ferrell bit to me and I, yeah. I enjoyed that immensely but otherwise yeah. most of his jokes other than like some quips here and there just fell flat for me so entirely like mm -hmm. other than like even especially the scenes with like the Americans other than like the bit where he's like insulting them at the fountain and they're like i think that he's helping us where he's like trying to tell yeah. them about the where the starbucks is I'm like that's a funny bit yeah but like for that one sentence but the rest of them like just just donging on americans it's like why it's, <laughs> it's not very funny yeah just like maybe they're all very joke, but... they felt very like old jokes to me yeah. too it felt very dated humor yeah, yeah. yes things you would say about americans a long time ago whatever. which i will sure. say there's a couple there's a couple lines like i kenzie and i thought that a uh, semen and garfunkel was pretty funny yeah, <laughs> yeah <it's pretty> good. <laughs> you're right the world's view of americans much better in the year 20 <laughs> <laughs> we're viewed so much better now. i'm glad he didn't update the jokes i guess right. is what i should say <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think it sort of speaks to more of the shift in 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 taste and humor. Where like, uh, like I remember Stephen Fry kind of talking about the difference between like American and British sensibilities being that like uh, he used like uh, Animal House as an example, mm -hmm. like the scene where the guy like is playing like the folk guitar stuff, and then John Belushi comes up and smashes the guitar. It's like you know, British guys want to be the guy playing the guitar, and American guys want to be John Belushi. Mm -hmm. And so like we're coming out of like a like a sort of post hangover comedy era where like insult comedy was is sort of just the like the the letter of the day for every fucking movie we ever see mm -hmm. and and now i think it's shifted back to more of like a schadenfreude thing like mm -hmm. i don't know like if i can point to like things like like broad city or like like even like something a few years back like wilfred or whatever it's like you know like it's centered around sort of you know more of like the the these people that want to like shed their mortal coil and have to find a way to laugh at it uh -huh. and mm -hmm. and sort of you know like yeah like go eat a fucking chili dog you american piece of shit is not gonna land the same way that it did when we were in middle school yeah right, right. yeah because i mean if you look at the uh I haven't rewatched it, but I've heard from people who have rewatched The Hangover in the last couple of years. So it's like, there aren't oh. jokes in that movie. The, no. That movie is not a movie of jokes. It's just a movie of people being mean to each other. Right. And they insult man, each it, other. It's, it's, it's like, that's clever. 
And you, it's, but it's I mean, it's so dated. It's it's good, but it is not good. Yeah, <laughs> there are there are bits that still work, but the yeah. majority, of, like, but most of those bits are like the surprise element of like the tiger in the bathroom and like uh-huh. Mike Tyson coming out of nowhere, shit like and that. Punching him, him <laughs> doing in the air tonight. That's like a very funny. You wouldn't expect that, but then all right. the joke jokes are like, isn't it funny that that guy's weird? Isn't it like? funny that that guy is showing feelings haha <laughs> fuck him <laughs> yeah. like it's mean oh, that's insults good. That's a good one. <laughs> I mean Ken Jong's whole bit is so oh boy it's yeah. so Doesn't bad hold no. and I mean like it's really sad that Todd Phillips can't make comedy anymore you know he had no. to be, he had to be yeah. forced Comedy's into a different died. comedy died he, he was not allowed to make real comedy in this politically correct world so he had to be forced into another genre and yeah. obviously, so he it, made it the worked. king of comedy. Yeah, he made exactly. He he had to be go go forced to make a masterpiece. And yeah, we, yeah. We it reminds me him. of that. Yeah, some 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 gender queer evergreen state student yeah. with a baseball bat broke into his home and smashed yeah. to bits <laughs> all of all of his scripts. And so he it had, was it was a horrible scene. He had to go and make it his, of his masterpiece, and we rewarded yeah, it him. Yeah, reminds with me of that movie. Have you and, seen a movie? The Joker? Have you seen that movie? It reminds me when he's up on stage and he can't tell jokes. That it reminds me of that Todd Phillips in The Joker. It oh, kind of reminds me. It's of the same almost kind of like thing. he feels yeah, tortured. Yeah, yeah, like it's weird. That's Joker. weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm Crazy glad how Joker doesn't tell any jokes that, in that scene. Either. Is that? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. <It's, laughs> it all comes together. It's almost <laughs> like in that movie you can't tell if he's supposed to be if it's supposed to be funny or tragic. It almost you know, feels we, a little more oh, fragile. We do live in a society. Whoa. Yeah. It's like really yeah, trying to say. I think it's just text. Is, yeah. he, is he really the problem? Is it really, is Joker really the problem? Or is it everyone around him and the way that society treats him? Yeah, and how society changed. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Todd, Todd Phillips, man. Todd man. Phillips yeah. is on some, some God brain. Joker's just becoming just like Fight Club now. Us. We're like, I liked Joker and like what it did, but yeah. the more that people latch on to it, I'm like, no man, I don't, I don't. Yeah, like more it. people it's dig like, in. Yeah, it's yeah. like Rick and yeah. Morty. Like I don't want to watch Rick and Morty anymore because of the fan base. So it's like the more people like attach themselves to like Joker, and it's like, man, I even. I mean, it, the same thing happened with the Dark Knight. Like, man, all those people did not get it. So there like, was I sort of weird. There was like, weird Joker culture before this movie, yeah, though. Yeah. Oh. And I really Dark don't Knight. like the, the picture for me. <laughs> that is a lot of fucking meth heads with a bunch of weird tattoos. <laughs> yeah. The picture for me that Those is canon jungles. to the Joker movie is that picture of him in line to get a uh, furry mouse pad. <laughs> that is that is canon Joker to me. Yeah. Now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's the Joker in his absolute element. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever wanted to beat Andy about the head and face <laughs> more than when that was foisted upon me the other day. Hey, when, like, when like you my roommate me, thought you... that like something was wrong. Like like <laughs> he came to check on me. Are you okay? What? Yeah, Explain I just want to murder Andy. When I sent the picture to our group chat of the Joker holding a, a furry mouse that, like the heat went out of my room or something because I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> just, just, just audibly trying to express my anguish. That was in the movie, no one. 
TJ, do you remember that scene in the movie? That was in the movie. <laughs> she so can't some, get mad at some Andy. Very, for that. Some very <laughs> yeah. subtle strings started playing, and I just kind of started dancing weird. When you introduce <laughs> me, can you introduce me as Senpai? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, right. this has been a great yeah, episode. Sure, <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Eurovision, guys. <laughs> I do want, before we stop talking about Eurovision, I do want to mention Johnny John John. I feel like he's worth bringing up. Yeah. I just I liked his name. <laughs> All right. I don't remember who this is. I watched this. Oh, he was the rap. He was the rapper. Oh, the rapper. Oh, yeah. oh, the, yeah. oh, they say I talk too fast. I was like, you're not. John yeah, no, no, not at all. <laughs> I guess maybe I've just experienced too much Buster Rhymes to be impressed too much by the oh Johnny John John. Heard too many rap gods. Johnny John John. Yep, sorry. The um, one of the backstage people is played by uh, the. The talented actress who is Naja in the What We Do in the Shadows. Yes, that's right. Yeah. TV show. Yep. She's got a great scene. Yeah. She no, does. I saw her. And went. Oh, it was. Love her. Mm-hmm. It was so funny because I was like, I recognize this woman, and then she started talking like, Oh, I've not seen her out of period garb. <laughs> right. I did the exact same thing. I was like, Oh, oh yes, that's Naja. <laughs> Natasha Dimitru is her name. Mm-hmm. She's great. Demi Lovato's part in this was oh fun. yeah yeah and Her I was like really we funny. would be remiss <laughs> and I was like oh you were you were God. very late <laughs> you're a late ghost <laughs> <laughs> it's like Demi Lovato's gonna be in this movie this could go one of two ways and uh, I thought the movie handled it really well it was a perfect like cameo for her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah it was her, fun. Her arm showing up on the dock when it explodes. Yeah, <laughs> that was a legitimately funny thing. I thought. <laughs> Like, and like oh, TJ an said, when she bra- she immediately is like, the elves went too far. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> and I, you know, I think this movie got really positive reviews, and mm-hmm. it was going around like there was a lot of positive buzz about it on Twitter for a while. You know, as much as a Netflix movie can get. Right, three days. <laughs> but what yeah. I hope, I hope that it encourages Rachel McAdams to do more comedy because yeah. I really, really enjoy when she does comedy. Mm-hmm. Well, and. I would almost uh, really enjoy something like a Spinal Tap version yeah. about mm-hmm. Eurovision, like uh, like a mockumentary about sure. about that. I like I I think that those are fertile fields, mm-hmm. and and I mm-hmm. hope one one day that happens because you can just... you can get you can get a lot of the same appeal of using people that have been in Eurovision right. in your movie, right or whatever. So that's I, what I, I was going to say. Is like, like an I wish Andy we Samberg had like we have American Idol where you like. It's just people singing on stage and like they win for that. That was like so popular here. But then you look at the winners for Eurovision, you're like, why can we not have that? Because it's just insane and so much fun to watch. And it's like, these are the winners. And it's like, why don't we have something like that? All we have is the mask dancer and the, the mask singer, singer which are like, that's so insane dumb and bad which i think come from like a korean tv concept as well so it's not even like an american like idea of, of like the mask that's very american very as well <laughs> yeah tj have you seen the movie uh pop star never stop never stopping oh my no. god pop star is I, so good i think that is the excellent movie i think that's kind of like the perfect version of what you're describing where they right. take actual celebrities and it's cut together like a documentary very much spinal yeah. tap-esque but if it's a modern Island. version of it yeah it's yeah. The, yeah. it's them basically doing like a parody of a uh justin like the justin bieber documentaries that came out but right. oh my god well, it's like it the history might... of like nsync to justin timberlake but what if it was yeah you know, like the same sort of deal but bad <laughs> pop it's star, so good 
it might be my favorite comedy period of the last 15 years i love that movie so much Ooh, <laughs> kenzie okay. and i bought it Bold we watch claims, it like Wickwire. we watch it like once a month like it is it is i so own the fun. soundtrack <laughs> on vinyl uh, I need to get a donkey roll sweater. It's so good. Yeah, I think you would. I think TJ. I think you would actually like Popstar quite a bit. So I would recommend. I would recommend you watching that. Yeah. Kenzie and I always use our time uh, to um, when we say like fifteen seconds, and we're like, "That's halfway to Mars." That's <laughs> <laughs> <it's> pretty good. <laughs> that's that's. It's, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta watch that movie. It's so good. <laughs> you know. You know what? I may make us watch it for the podcast because I just want to watch it. Please. <laughs> Please. Oh. January will be over eventually. Yeah. And we'll yeah. February is going for like three more February. months. I think. But... <laughs> then we'll be we'll be in the midst of February where we get to watch whatever you want. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, we haven't workshopped any of these. Uh, <laughs> and then March. Man. March will be our March of the Penguins. Everybody has to pick a penguin movie. <laughs> Oh, that's awful. Huh. <laughs> there hmm. aren't What's that April? many. Sure there are. There are not happy that feet? many. Happy, feet, happy feet and Happy Feet too. That's two of them right there. Surf's up? Yeah. Surf's, Surf's up. up. Surf's there's up. A, there's March a, of the Penguins? We're not March watching of March of the fucking Penguins. March of the Penguins? Isn't that a movie? What was the cartoon penguin with the hat? <laughs> Pebble and the Penguin. Pebble the Penguin. That's a dumb booth class. Oh, shit. Look at this. Mr. Popper's Penguins. Mr. Popper's Penguins. See, there's two versions of that. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. We're swimming in penguins. Too bad we've all seen all of those movies. Because we love all of those movies. I saw Surf's Up in theaters, and I don't remember a single second of it. So, that's fine. Yeah. That counts. But I keep getting harangued at work because they're like, when are you doing Bull Durham? I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> These are not baseball boys. We'll see. Baseball boys? What's well, so funny. I got, I have people at work. They're like, some of the film guys are like, oh, you should do this for the podcast. I'm like, I know that you don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> if you would email us. Yeah. And suggest then might that. Then maybe it. we would. <laughs> okay. Now, what do you guys think about this? We get into April. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. We just set you up for the the end yeah. the end layup, and you fucking just dig right back to it. <laughs> yeah, well, there there could not have been a. I literally said segue. something about emails, and then looked at Andy, and Andy was like, "April." <laughs> oh, no, 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 I was no, no, too no, busy no. thinking he about. Hasn't been listening for five on fucking par months. Yeah. For the podcast. No. I was too busy thinking about April because April could be April Fools, where we watch Fools Gold, Fools Rush In. <laughs> Okay. And if anybody else out there has any other suggestions for movies that have oh, fools okay. in it, you can contact us a couple different ways. One of them being our Twitter, which is at NSAOTPod. Uh-huh. Or you can also send us an email. It is fa- it is Fanuary. We are taking requests right now. And you can send us an email over at neverseenanyofthispod at gmail.com. You can also come yes. over to our Facebook, also known as our free Patreon. Free Patreon. Oh, Andy. Oh, April Fools literally could have just been like comedies. Why does it have to be the name really, Fools in the really, movie? He didn't even really get himself out of his own grave. He just sort of, yeah. kind of started dabbing it out of the bottom. <laughs> no, but just you see, that dirt with the dab. We, we end April Fools with Fools Gold, which brings and us and then go into so brings us right into McConaughey. So mm. we have McConaughey and Fools Gold right in see i'm looking for the long-term transitions here i'm not worried about these episode transitions i got bigger fish to fry 
I also, you know, don't want to do theme months every single month either. You have to now. <laughs> if we did it every we single month. We don't have to do this. <laughs> we have so many movies just for us that we need to watch. Sorry. <laughs> we don't have time for themes. Sorry about <laughs> Too late. It's set in stone. Andy put it out there. Now we have to watch Penguin movies for I don't know month. about you guys, but I've got the login to, <laughs> to the podcast website, so I guess I'm kind of gone. So. <laughs> yeah, fast forward of God. Fast forward three years where Andy and I are just locked in a in a Motel Six <laughs> and we've slid the key under the door and Sammy's taken it, so we have to come up with three more months worth of themes. We're gonna stand in there and wife beaters in our underwear with our hands around each other's necks. We're not coming out until we have a have an okay. entire month slate. I just have to mention oh, no. this. I just googled penguin movies because I just wanted to oh, see good. if there was any more references I could dig up. Absolutely. Popular yeah. peng- the top reference, popular penguin movies, Batman Returns. <laughs> oh, why didn't we think of Batman Returns? That counts. But every it. other movie is like about penguins, but the fact that the top result, very first one, is Batman Returns. I was like, which is, is ar- arguably probably the best. Yeah, Incredible. understanding and not understanding Touché. the question at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and hope maybe maybe by March we'll have we won't, but maybe we'll have the new Batman movie that has the penguin in it. And we can watch that. <laughs> okay. All That's right. never coming out. <laughs> no, neither is James Bond. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't even get over it. there. <laughs> you, you still haven't listened to that mediocre song yet, you poor bastard. I haven't, because now I don't care. I don't care about the movie anymore, and I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> wow. Don't lie to yourself. Wow. Me, me thinks the lady doth protest too much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even fucking care anymore, guys. I don't even want to see it. I don't even like James Bond. <laughs> I like James Bond. Why won't be their I opening just, night? <laughs> I just. Why are they? Why are they winning? Why, <laughs> Sammy, why is it not just him. coming out? Sammy, we don't. Why is it not just coming out? Sammy, we don't have fucking time for this. Okay, we don't just, have time to get into this. We will get into just this. Play, just play we, Yaya Ding Dong and end the episode. Okay. <laughs> get me out of here. Sammy, on that crying. note, we'll say that's it for this week's episode of Never Seen Any of This. We will be back next week with another episode. But until then, we'll just say bye. Yaya Ding Dong. Play Yaya Ding Dong. I'm checking you out. Ding-dong.